0: Darlings and welcome to Sisters in the Shadows, Women in Blues and Jazz. I'm Claire Cooper. This podcast looks at the amazing impact and influence women have had and still have on the development of blues and jazz. This week's show is dedicated to one of my favourite venues, the Piano Bar Soho. It's a wonderful, intimate little place, tucked away on Carlisle Street in Soho, right across the street from the private eye office. Fabulous place. been open for about five years now and I've performed there many times in fact I launched their Saturday nights back for them back in 2016 which was a lot of fun and great memories It's run by the brilliant entrepreneur and vocalist George Hudson and features a number of regular performers there like Ricketta Genesis who's absolutely the most amazing vocalist, one of my favourites and a good old close friend of mine who we've actually had on the podcast recently. Today I'm talking to some of the guys who are so regular they might as well live there. The amazing Andy Davies. The amazing Tashomi Belfort. The amazing Nathan Britton who I've actually all played with uh, myself over the years are incredible guys and Nathan is the resident pianist there and we're actually going to be talking to George himself yahoo so we have up first is the brilliant Nathan he is an incredibly gifted pianist and as well as being a resident pianist at the piano bar He also co-runs Soho Live Studios, which is upstairs at the piano bar, which is brilliant. Uh, Now, when we spoke, he told me about one particular female artist who not only introduced him to jazz, but had a major impact on his piano playing as well.
1: Um, I mean, so I suppose my first introduction to kind of women in jazz really in, uh, in like a performing sense was um, at school so I used to kind of accompany all the you know aspiring singers at school yeah and at that time Nora Jones just um, actually yes. came out with her her album uh, Come Away With Me
0: Oh, so, one of my you know, favorite albums ever oh it's
1: lovely yeah it's still it's still great now you still know, great yeah so yeah she was a massive kind of influence um you know obviously I got to accompany all these kind of girls at school but um I just, you know, as an introduction to jazz and just kind of the subtleties of like harmony and jazz harmony and things like that. She was really, yeah, I just loved her voice and just loved her music, really. And then, you know, from that, I just kind of got into more kind of female vocalist, um, you know, music. But did she
0: help you in the sense that, by listening to Nora Jones and you thought, did you think, you know what, this is, I love the way she plays. And did you oh, take, yeah. Did you take yeah. stuff from her? Did you kind of study her a little bit and go, you know, amongst other people you would have been influenced by?
1: I definitely did, yeah. Yeah, so I brought the book for the to come away with me. You know, they have these kind of piano transcription things. So I brought yeah. that book so I could kind of see what she was Doing, I suppose, you know, and obviously tried to transcribe bits and pieces as well. But you know, as a player as well as a singer, she she was really really good. Um, yeah. And it's the same that goes with. So Diana Krall, for example, she's yeah. again a fantastic um, player, and you know she's very kind of inspiring. And I,
0: of loved, a I of love of the time I got into her. Yeah, I love because I love how you've been inspired by these brilliant, inspirational, talented women on the scene, and yeah. I think that's great. You know, because. A lot of guys tend to be inspired again by other guys like women being you know being inspired by other women but i, yeah. I, I just it really touches me when guys say well actually you know my inspiration was you know Nora jones yeah. nina simone and i just loved that so oh, yeah um and how old were you when you first played your your first professional gig
1: oh god um i don't actually know to be honest um you know i was doing kind of competitions and things like that when i was yeah pretty young um
0: Um, which you won uh, lots
1: i mean i won won a few but um, yeah yeah, not too many then i went and studied at the royal college of music junior department um doing classical music actually and that was around the same sort of time as you know when i was at kind of school and learning about Nora jones and stuff like that um you know these so i did classical and was just kind of getting to jazz as kind of a an interest i suppose you know an additional interest but even you know in the classical um world so there's a pianist who was like one of my favourite classical pianists, not, not a ma- male again, it's a female called Alicia de la Rocha.
0: Yeah. So she was this Spanish
1: you know, she's a Spanish pianist um, and she had like the tiniest hands, but she could just like, you know, do the most amazing things
0: Isn't um, it on, amazing, the, on the
1: piano. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she was a massive kind of influence and should definitely check her out, people who are listening if they don't oh, know no,
0: about absolutely. her. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, I'm, um, I'm having my piano lessons now and I mean, I can't read music. I can play yeah my own stuff have you ever heard me play have you ever have you ever heard me play i
1: don't know actually maybe a couple of notes a couple couple of whiskies
0: maybe maybe well i'm obviously not i'm not brilliant but um and i'd love to be able to read music you know i'd love to sit there and be able to open a book and read it but i've just been i can you know potter along and play my own my own tunes i write but and sometimes pick up the odd tune more poppy that's easier to play but i can't um i well i'm just my my aim now is to try and be as good as nathan Britton. (laughs) okay
1: it's possible it's just you just (laughs) got to put the hours in really you
0: know yeah i know you got to Um, it's only every monday night at the moment but
1: yeah i mean that's a
0: start (laughs) yeah it's just i'm a bit lazy because i've got so much going on and doing the doing the harmonica as well but i'm really my aim is now by the end of the year i just want to be able to play Enders really well. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you out. I can give you a little masterclass for that one if you want. <laughs> On today's scene and the jazz scene, which you're very much involved in, who do you feel in the female artists, instrumental and vocalists are shining through now?
1: There's just so many really to... Um... You know, mention um, one in particular
0: that you. I mean,
1: Colette Cooper, for example, oh. she really, <laughs> really stepped her game up it in the last a... few years.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to.
1: I had to. No, but you know, there's a lot of charismatic people like yourself. You know, God
0: um, oh, you. Have these,
1: you know, kind of like striking styles and images, and you know, these kind of like just kind of really good brands, I suppose. So
0: and Rochelle.
1: Yeah, Riquette Genesis. She's a regular at the piano bar. She's incredible.
0: Oh, Riquette is um, amazing. jazz
1: singer. Yeah, I love the way yeah. she kind of sings so effortlessly. You
0: know, effortlessly. She, she's, yeah. she's she really does have a vibe of Ella, doesn't she? Oh I yeah. Always say, I always say she's a dirty version of Ella Fitzgerald.
1: <laughs> have you said but, that to her face? Or? Oh yeah. I say it <laughs> to her. Right. She loves
0: it actually. Yeah. But also, but Riquette, you know, she's um, she's just got such great energy. Yeah, lovely, lovely person, very down to earth, very easy and just fun and doesn't take herself too seriously. But she's just beautiful to watch and beautiful to listen to.
1: Yeah. And I, I like the fact so obviously she does a lot of jazz but she also you know she does other kind of genres as well. She does. So I know yeah. she's she's done had a lot of success doing kind of um you know house music and yeah. kind of dance music which is good to see. The so yeah. same with other some a lot of other kind of jazz singers. so Billy Black I do oh, I love it. Billy
0: as well. Yeah. Want to get her.
1: Yeah, you should. She's um she's again quite a young um you know jazz singer but she was signed with Warner yeah. for um her first couple of EPs and Yeah. You know, she's and, and doing kind of more electronic like music, um, not jazz, she's, but she just loves both worlds. So. But
0: she's just so exquisite, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think, very elegant, and I think she's got a really unique, uniqueness about her voice, Billy. Yeah. Um, it's, she's just, yeah, and again, she's effortless. Mm. You know, and
1: th- I mean, there's so many. You know, there's another one I work with called Ego Ella May. Yeah, she's um, great. She's signed now with True Thoughts, um, and yeah, she's, she's
0: quite fun. She's doing she? great.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of soul. Um, you know, jazzy soul. Like, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You're really, working with some really great, stuff. great women,
1: and even you know, instrumentalists. So there's um, what well, Nubia Garcia, amazing, which is kind of everyone kind of knows now, saxophonist who's yeah. doing really well these days. Um, there's She's another incredible. young girl coming through called Daisy George. I'm not sure if you've heard of her. Yes, Daisy uh, we George. know Daisy
0: George. Hope to a get double her. bassist. Yes, I really want to get her on the show.
1: She's a very strong, charismatic woman as well.
0: And do you feel now, Nathan, that because it has been, and as we know, it's been for years, decades, it's always been a male-dominated scene.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Even, you know, 100 years ago, even though women were at the forefront of... The, the the being voc- being a vocalist for a woman was always they were never in the shadows when being a vocalist, but definitely as an instrumentalist they were. Yeah, and they even though they were at the forefront of the bands, they were still kind of dominated by men and told what to do, and they were you know they were always under kind of a man's control. Yeah, do you do you feel now that it's not a male dominated scene now that women are really coming through, shining through, and you know giving the man a good run for the money.
1: I yeah, totally. Yeah, I yeah, I totally agree. I think times have changed a lot, obviously in that there's a lot more kind of equality um musically yeah. and, you know, and I suppose like politically. Yeah. Um yeah, you just see a lot of a lot of women shining through. There's a lot of good musical education in the UK. So there's a lot of, you know, um opportunities for kind of um, well men and women to um yeah. you know kind of homing in on their craft and their skills and yeah, just to make a successful career.
0: Because I know you're very supportive, but do you feel more guys now um, on the scene are more supportive of women, like a, another double bass player, no, not necessarily a vocalist, because women have always kind of led that, but mm. you know, a double bass player, saxophonist, a pianist, do you think men are now more supportive of that and accepting, or do you think they'll still want to get the mates in?
1: I think I just yeah I think I think they are more supporting. I mean I I wasn't around back in the day, you know, in the kind of roaring twenties, so I don't know yeah. what they were like then. Um, but yeah, I think you know there's a lot of support for like each other's peers and things like that. Yeah, you know? if someone plays well, then you know they play well. it Doesn't matter you know yeah. who they are if they're male or female what colour they are you know at the end yeah. of the day I'd support someone who I you know like and appreciate and you know is a nice person and yeah. things like that and plays well obviously.
0: Just lovely and talented Nathan. And we heard Him to Freedom by the Nathan Britton Trio. Brilliant. And of course, I am wholeheartedly a huge fan of the wonderful Nora Jones. Doha. And now, for the funniest man in jazz, it is the one and only Andy Davies. woo And <laughs> Andy plays regularly at uh, Ronnie Scott's, as well as the Piano Bar. Now, like all of us, he thrives in front of an audience. But unlike most, he avoided, just like I did, the online gig so far.
3: Oh, no, I can't, I can't bother with that.
0: Oh, but you'd be brilliant.
3: If, if It feels like you're doing one of those sex videos, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> I want to see your sex video. Hello. <laughs>
3: Hello. Well, um... I've improved my uh, alcoholism.
0: Yeah, lot. that's good. I like that one.
3: And, <laughs> we have uh, as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we've been playing the wine a lot, and yeah. uh, we've been playing the vodka. That's been yeah,
3: good. yeah. So yeah, no, I've I've been I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of a lot of practice every day. A lot of transcribing trumpet yeah. solos.
0: Excellent. Been
3: doing all the classic stuff, all the old stuff. Like uh, been transcribing a lot of. Um, dizzy gillespie solos and uh
0: excellent uh,
3: clipper brown solos yeah
0: you've got to um, exercise your muscles you've got to keep them going it's like yeah, anything, exactly. right?
3: yeah i've been trying to learn more tune more like jazz tunes yeah uh off uh spotify and stuff you know
0: oh that's good and have you found what are there some tunes that you've felt you know what I'm, i haven't quite mastered that one yet
3: well, I mean, obviously, in reality, I have mastered all of them, you know. Yeah, but, I know you have. <laughs> but,
2: I know you are. Uh,
3: but no, no, there's always new ones that you haven't knew before. Um, yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, I just, because uh, I've got a, an alphabet list of standards. Uh, so I just like working my way through them.
0: What about your uh, last album that you released? Your recent album? Oh, yeah.
3: One? Yeah, actually, yeah. The, the Rise of the Spider Monkey. Um, it's brilliant. So yeah. That that has been released on digital. It's on like Apple Music and yeah. uh, all, all of that stuff. And then we I released that with George uh, George Hudson and Nathan on the Soho Live label.
0: It's brilliant. And, I, we've uh, got it.
3: Yeah, basically we're we're gonna um, uh, release that on vinyl uh, once things get better.
0: Yeah, I think that's so, a genius idea. I think it's so it's so great. It's yes. brilliant. Are you going to hopefully, well, when we say when it's all over, are you going to tour with that, like around Europe?
3: Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the plan is we're going to do a big kind of uh, European tour. Yeah. And um, basically, yeah, just uh, we'll try and get some stuff in America as well because my, my missus, she's, uh, she works in New York now. Does she? So, yeah, so, like, um, hopefully we'll be living a bit, a bit, spending a bit more time in New York as well.
0: That'd be great. You'd go down brilliantly in New York. Yeah. I'm missing the piano bar. Are you?
3: Yeah, I really miss the piano bar. Just even to pop uh,
0: in for a glass of wine. and.
3: Yeah. I, want, I wonder how George Hudson's doing because um, he's on his own in Soho, isn't
0: he? Is he literally on lockdown on his own?
3: Yeah, he is. Oh. He hasn't even got, he hasn't, because I've got cats at home. He hasn't even got any cats.
0: Oh, we've got a little dog. He hasn't got any cats or anything.
3: Yeah, I think when, when we see George next, he's going to be a different person.
0: He's going to have a beard. Beard to his to his knees, long hair, loads of chains. I'll say, I he should he,
3: I don't know if he can grow a beard. He, he, get, he doesn't get much facial hair. <laughs> it's
0: true. He's got such a baby face. Yeah, you'll
3: he, just skin. have long whiskers. You have long whiskers.
0: Long whiskers. He'll probably. I mean, everyone's going to go mad, aren't they? Everyone's I think gonna... he'll
3: be. He'll be quite feral. I think.
0: I think so as well. We probably won't even recognise us. He'll be like that no. kid from. He'll be like that kid from Alien. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what George is going to look like. With like George, George will go get away, get away! Don't touch me! Who are you? That's what. <laughs> oh, bless him! Now, as you know, I'm a big supporter of women in jazz and blues, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: I've got to ask this. Now, I would like to see more. I mean, obviously, they'll never be as good as you. We know that, but I'd like yeah. to see more women trumpeters. Um, yeah. You know, how do do you have you worked with any recently, or do you know of any that you think okay, yeah, they're not quite as good as Louis Horn, but they are. You know, there's someone to watch out for.
3: Oh yeah, look, I mean, for example, in my in my in my bands at Ronnie Scott's, um, I've always got at least one woman in the band. Like uh, I I book Daisy George on bass a lot.
0: Yeah, she's great. I've seen her with you. She's great.
3: I book uh, Sarah Tandy on piano. She's really good. Uh, I book. Jazz Kaiser on drums. She's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's loads. of I, I
0: notice you're very supportive, very supportive of the females in the quite male-dominated jazz world. And it still is dominated a little bit, isn't it?
3: Yeah. I guess most in- industries are, though, aren't they?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
3: Um, but, yeah, no, actually, the, in, the, in the instrument scene, like, non, I'm talking non-singers, there's, there's yeah. quite a lot of... Uh, Really good. Uh, I mean, if you look at sax players, you've got like Rachel Cohen, Josephine yeah. Davis. Yeah, there's uh,
0: quite a few more. Camilla you know, George,
3: Nubia that. Garcia. There's uh, yeah, there's quite, there's quite, it's it's a nice uh, mixture now. It's that's why I quite like the jazz scene. It's quite diverse, you know.
0: Oh Andy you're hilarious mate And we heard his track Gino's Ron Just brilliant Absolute genius Genius Sisters in the Shadows Is in aid of Nordiff Robbins Nordiff Robbins is the largest independent music therapy charity in the UK, dedicated to enriching the lives of people affected by life-limiting illnesses, isolation or disability. Their music therapists are expertly trained to tune into each movement, reaction and expression of the individuals they work with to discover how music can enrich their lives. They are absolutely brilliant. But they receive no government funding and so rely on the generosity of their supporters. Charities like Nordif Robbins are really struggling these days and need your help more than ever. As a musician and a music lover, I know firsthand of the healing powers of music. It can lift your spirits, unite people and touch your heart in ways nothing else can. And the amazing therapists at Nordiff Robbins use that power to help some of the most vulnerable people in society. If you love music and care about people, and I know you do, I ask you as a proud ambassador of Nordoff Robbins Music Therapy Charity to help support their important work today. Just go to nordoff-robbins.org.uk to find out more. That's nordoff-robbins.org.uk
2: Ah.
0: Uh... show me Belfour, absolutely is one of the kindest souls on the planet as well as being super amazingly talented his sax playing will whisk you away he collaborates a lot with uh, nathan as well as a lot of female artists on the scene so what advice does he have for up and coming women in jazz they should stay in the kitchen mate what are they doing what are they they doing with all (laughs) these instruments get (laughs) back in the kitchen make the dinner (laughs) i know it's so true i mean It's because when I started off, because as you know, I do a lot. I do mainly my own stuff now, and I'm I'm more blues than I'm jazz. But when I first started off, I used to I was inspired by all the jazz greats, and I just started off doing, you know, the jazz standards, and I did that for years and years and years. And and I'm not going to lie, I did kind of grow bored a bit because I was doing the same thing. You know, how many times can you you know single up for sale? But uh, (laughs) um. But I, I'd enjoyed it and um, I learned a lot from it. But what I mean is when I started doing it, there wasn't that many of my age group, females um, singing jazz at that time, for example, there just wasn't there mm. that many, you know, it was really dominated by, by men. And which is great because, you know, I work with all men and uh, I work with more women <clears throat> other than my backing vocalists, as you know, but, and um, it was, it's quite, it's still, um, it's very dominated by men, even though you go way back to the 1920s, where you had major female orchestras, you know, What's female you know big about? stars like Rosetta Barb you know, huge, huge big stars. Um, those massive orchestras, which have just kind of dwindled. But now there's a major, over the last couple of years, there's a major comeback.
4: Well, tell you women what, coming when, through when it comes to when it comes to women coming through in jazz yeah. what I don't what I don't get is jazz essentially is such a such an emotional genre of music um you know obviously you've got your pops and you you know you've got your reggae and all the rest of it but yeah. where jazz is concerned um for me what makes it jazz and what Miles Davis will talk about with um, what will make jazz jazz is just the expression of where one is at absolutely and there aren't many much well there aren't much more species on this planet who are more expressive than women and you know when you go back you know you're quoting some of your greats when you look at your Ella Fitzgerald's you know when she would sing a song the amount of emotion that would be expressed within that the amount of the journey that you're taken on like for me um if jazz is anything it's actually the feminine energy it's the feminine principle in the sense that you're conveying emotion and you're conveying feeling in such an expressive way. So, you know, I, I could only hope that, um, all the sisters out there can really take inspiration from somebody or great to not feel like it's, uh, an area that.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think they do. I think, um, especially the, the, the vocalists do take, mm. um, you know, experience from the old grades. And and also, you know, jazz evolves, you know, as we know, there wouldn't be hip hop if there wasn't jazz. Yeah. Um, jazz evolves. I mean, uh, as you know, I moved to the blues, but that's again, it's still part of the, it's still jazz. It's a jazz, it's just mm-hmm. about expressing. Exactly. It's about feeling, it's about evolving, it's about improvising. Um, and you're right, w- women they probably wear the heart on the sleeve more than guys, generally you know cuz we're more emotional but who do you feel um uh, cuz you play on the jazz circuit so much who do you feel is coming through who's starting starting to shine in terms of there's only mm. female saxophonists you know
4: or, yeah i tell you what so a good friend of mine and i know you know her too um not so much a not so much a a, a uh, instrumentalist as such but roquette genesis i mean she's a bundle of,
0: she's a bundle of light she's one of my besties i mean she's fantastic she's just brilliant but have you met any, or have you seen? You know, are you, have you worked with any female saxophonist?
4: Or I tell you what, I have. Um, you've got what's it called? You've got this uh, event that used to happen in Peckham. You know, back yeah. in the days where people could get together in crowds and oh, do yeah. things. Oh, God. You remember those good Unhug. old And hug.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah, and hug and and talk without feeling petrified of one another yeah. Um. so there was a there was a event I never actually got the opportunity to go down to it uh yeah. named Steamed Out I think it was in Petco, maybe New Cross and yeah. um you know just through the the Instagram I've seen yeah. a lot of uh female saxophonists come through there and and it really looks like a great platform for them to uh just show what they've got do you know what I mean um like mm. Where jazz is concerned, definitely jazz vocalists have been, um, you know, female for a long time. But uh, nowadays, you're actually right when it comes to the instrumentalists. It seems like there's a bit of a gap, even to the point where I'm struggling to name drop any female um, instrumentalists I've played with.
0: But they are coming through. This is the thing. They are coming through. There's, There's a lot more. But like I said, back in their 20s, there was huge amounts of female saxophonists and trumpeters and you know Mm -hmm. drums guitar they had major orchestras you know but i've noticed because it's been in the last couple of years there's been a huge jazz movement it's come back yeah like you find like young billy black you know women in their 20s early 20s don't want to be pop stars they want to be jazz singers now and that that wasn't the case when i you know started started but there's a big movement there's a it's it's a a new age it's come back it's fashionable jazz has come back and it's popular amongst it's popular amongst people under 30.
4: You know to to comment on what you're saying about um you know a lot of women don't want to be pop stars anymore they want to be jazz singers I mean what you find when it comes to like pop and a lot of the kind of I don't want to use the word mundane it's a bit naughty but you know you're um I'm going to say mundane when yeah. it comes to that kind of sound um, you know when singers are coming out if they're involved in a record label the record label tends to kind of design the image they want and you find that uh, singers have less autonomy with the image they're presenting then all of a sudden mm. they have to be a bit more sexy with it and They have to yes. you know be a bit more this and that whereas with jazz you, you're allowed to just be yourself do you know or what look I mean at and if that's... Look,
0: at, look at the talents and not judge on the way you look exactly, or exactly. the way you dress or you exactly. know but also, it's it's, um, it's it's women who set out, like you just you pointed out, those record labels who um, turn them into pop stars. but um, they're kind of artists who generally just want to sing, whichever yeah. genre and they're happy to perform, and that's great also, because you know, but there's, there's women out there who set out, I know, this is the only thing I want to do and there's more and more coming through like i said a young age 16 17 yeah
4: know? yeah yeah exactly i mean the talent's there do you know what i mean um I, I guess the perception of a lot of people is you have to be well established and have to have years and years of experience but at the end of the day jazz really allows you to offer what you can i mean when we look at yeah. nina simone i know a big fan of um, you know, I know i'm you a really big fan yeah, her much. Yeah. when it comes to nina simone and and her singing you know she wasn't she didn't set out to be a singer by any means. No, and she didn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that she has the, the most um, you know well, technically see, I, brilliant singing well, sound, but what like, she does have is just so much heart and so much soul and so much absolutely. honesty in the vocal.
0: But you see, I loved all I love all the, the jazz the 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 greats, the jazz greats, but I for me I would take Nina Simone over Ella Fitzgerald any day. That's, that's just why I'm, because I've, Nina Simone was raw. She never sat out to be a singer, as you know. She no. had to. She had to sing or she was gonna get fired. Yeah. You know, you sing or well, you're gonna get fired. She needed the money, she opened her mouth. And I think that voice is incredible. It's still one of the best voices to date and recognized as one of the best voices. She's up there with the, but one of the best voices. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Next to Billie Holiday. And um, she, and Ella Fitzgerald, but Ella Fitzgerald is still, she's at the top of the list of being the best voice. But for me, uh, you know, it's all personal preference. I would much rather listen to Nina Simone because it's raw.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not, it's not too polished. It's not too clean. You know, it's, honest. Like, like it's, Billy, it's honest. It's like Billie Holiday, you know, it's, it, they're the voices that I absolutely just love.
4: Yeah yeah and and the thing about even just jazz anyway like the point is to be so expressive the point is to tell a a story maybe that others um are unable to articulate maybe you know people feel it but they don't know exactly what it is they're feeling when it comes to the Nina Simone's when they sing, they sing from such an honest place, people can yeah. resonate and they get it. It's like, oh, I, I that's what I was feeling. That's what I'm trying to say or express, yeah. but I don't know how to say it, but you've just put it, not even necessarily into words, just even into the tone of your voice. I get what you're saying.
0: Wow, wow, wow. That's Body and Soul by the amazing To Show Me with Nathan Britton on piano. Excellent, guys. I, I genuinely just absolutely adore these guys. I love playing with them. They're great fun and just incredibly talented and just make me look great on stage, basically. That's why I love them the most. Um, now, finally, the man himself. Drum roll. That wasn't a drum roll, that was a trumpet impersonation. A drum roll. No, can't do it. Anyway, George Hudson, who actually wasn't actually that feral when I spoke to him. Maybe a little bit. Mm. Now, to me, the piano bar is special because it's so laid back and intimate. Plus, George gives us loads of free wine and cheese. Now, why does George think it stands out from the rest.
5: What we do that's a bit different in our place is, uh, uh, and I hope your listeners will be able to visit us soon, um, is that we don't book kind of a band. We'll book individual players and jam yeah. them together. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what makes it, so unique really you never really know what you're going to get and it keeps the musicians on their toes as well it does Um, yeah so yeah
0: but the nights we've had in there it's not you know it's not just about the brilliant musicians it's the ambience the staff are incredible you know the cocktails are amazing and you walk in and you feel like you've walked into a living room in someone's yeah. house. That's why I love it. I mean, I haven't played there for ages, but I love it. It's just one of my fav- most favourite places to play. It's relaxed. It's cool. It's just, it's, you just feel like you, you're performing in your living room and it's great.
5: No, we, lo- we love having you down. Yeah. Oh, love
0: and, and the queues, because it's a small place, but, but it's not even that small. There's lots of little, different, different little cosy rooms. But if you compare it to a bigger place like Ronnie Scott's, yes, it's smaller, but the queues go all the way on a Saturday night, especially all the way down Carlisle Street, everyone's dying to get in and everybody loves it, then nobody leaves that place without saying, I have had a great time, you know. It's very nice to say. Well, it's true though, isn't it? And the staff are just amazing. But you you are entrepreneurial, obviously, and you do think ahead and you do move forward, George, and you've come up with um, something called the Performer Alliance. That's
5: right, yeah. So, I mean, we, we, well, well, we at the bar, we employ... um, uh, around 250 freelance musicians uh, a year. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're all hurting at the moment. We we all are because we don't know where the next gig is going to come from, or where it's where yeah. it's even going to be, or how it's going to take place. Um, and although there are some great uh, things going on, um, and the government is helping out as much as they can, um, we generally feel that. Um, individuals aren't particularly represented on a, on a national level. Um, And uh, the institutions that are there are kind of government funded as well. So not particularly independent. Um, So with all this talk and chats about uh, new government task forces being in place and all that kind of stuff, I just wanted to get a group of musicians together, really starting just with my pals and the people that we employ and then um, hopefully getting a bit bigger uh, to try and represent their voice. Excellent. Um, really. So that's, that's the plan because hopefully, you know, we're stronger together.
0: As we know, Piano Bar Soho is your baby and it's your your little, little diamond. Now that was a dream. That was a dream for you to come true. Wasn't it? I mean, and also not just that, you know, you, you own it, you manage it. It's your baby. You know, you sing, you're a vocalist and that's where it came from. So who was the first female you heard growing up and what song if you can remember?
5: Oh um I mean Ella Fitzgerald is yeah. just fantastic basically well, the, best. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the best I mean even even later on as well I mean I, I can get I can get stuck on a on a YouTube what do they call it a YouTube hole I think where you just yeah. literally you I can spend days just going through some of her um recordings old and old and new and um, yeah. you know it's fascinating in fact she did a um I'm a producer on a film for Ronnie Scott they had some great archive footage of Ella in, in Ronnie Scott's just um, yeah. but hardly actually performing it was just the way she commanded the stage yeah. um, and, and the way that she just interacted with the musicians in such a uh, laid-back kind of yeah. way because I think I mean that's how I prefer to perform and uh, it's what I'd quite like with the jazz musicians and um, yeah. Well, you I mean, are like
0: that actually you're very kind of
5: i think it needs to be throwaway a little bit you know yeah. um with the with the vocal because because it, it's a lot there's so much instrumentation in, in in jazz in jazz music and i think it's important that um the vocal is is completely part of that rather than absolutely she a, was a, part a of that
0: i mean her, her vocalist her, i mean a vote I mean, she was the first one to do you know bebop her, her vocals well, you know, were a built-in instrument, but she was part of that. She she sat with them. She was mixed with them. She was never on, always on top, but yeah. she was so laid back, and she was just, she just loved to do it. She was just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, her skills, her phrasing, unbelievable. And but when you, so when you first heard Ella, was it something that you thought this is was she one of your influences because you went on then to sing at an earlier age as well.
5: Um, I think, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, certainly, certainly in the female, like, and Billie Holiday as well is another, is another yeah. one. I mean, yeah. um, these are all obvious choices, but to be fair, I'm fairly mainstream in, 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 in that respect. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, th- I think so. Um, I think that kind of led me to it. I mean, there's also some great, um, Bewitched, Bothered and Bewildered is a, is a great one. A and um, you've got
0: great vocals, George. No, well, yeah, <laughs> you do, I mean, you really do, you know.
5: Well, it's, it's just a bit of fun, it's, it's good, it's good fun. Um, and that one that I could, one that I can't, one that I can't sing, well, some other boys can sing it, but it's not appropriate for me, is um, uh, about a boy as well, which I think oh, is great. Love. Oh, um, a
0: great tune. that's a
5: great song, so um, right, yeah, so I suppose, I suppose, I suppose that's it, really. But I mean, I got into it, I was always. I was doing choir boy stuff and choral stuff before yeah. um before the inevitable happened at, you know, thirteen, fourteen or whatever whatever age it was, I can't remember now.
0: <laughs> when you started and, talking uh, <laughs> like that. Like that's me. Right. That's right. like, I'm still waiting for my balls to drop. <laughs> that's right. Um, Good help me remind so it. <laughs>
5: so that's when I switched to switched to whiskey, and um, yeah. and then uh, you know Sinatra came out, and uh, and actually for me Jamie Cullum when he kicked off his twenty something album, um, yeah, that came at that came at an age for me. I think I was six sixteen, seventeen. yeah, um, and it really did put it to the forefront for me that it was a uh, it, it was where I wanted to go. So yeah. um, and it was so much fun. Yeah, you. Know, I used to. I used to get come up and sing at the Savoy uh, with my trio and stuff here as a young, um, you know, Jimmy Cullum alike kind of person. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I used to love it. It used to be fun because that's the great thing about the vocalist. We can just stand up and get drunk at the front of the at the front of the stage. Well, and
0: let l- That's for sure. <laughs> <let>
5: every- <laughs> Like the musicians do All the heavy lifting
0: so, Yeah I um, no, It's so yeah, true yeah. isn't good it <laughs> It's so true You could just say Oh uh Solo
5: <laughs> Exactly Filler fill Yeah I mean, solo, the, the, huh? <laughs> the only The only difficult stuff Is the lyrics And I remember yeah. My band My band leader Always used to say Because uh, we always used to end With New York New York yeah. uh, With the with the big bands And yeah. uh, you know He always used to call it New York New Jersey Because yeah. <laughs> I always I always messed it up But it's good fun Well it's
0: good fun <laughs> You know you're great I love it when you get up And sing so when you, when you thought, okay, my dream is I want to have this amazing jazz and blues bar. And you did it. You got it. And it's right up there now with the, all the others, with Ronnie's, all the rest of them, 606. You know, it's, it's up there. Um, that must have been like such a great feeling for you. Well, I
5: feel, I feel the musicians enjoy it. And I think yeah. it's a club that's owned by a musician and run by a musician so exactly. um and i think that's the important thing you know the, the musicians that come to play don't they, i'm not just another pub landlord um yeah. or venue owner that that doesn't treat them right so yeah, um, exactly. I, I think I think I might treat them a bit too well when I look at how. how Go much your they bar might bill? Have to drink. I know you treat yeah, yeah. me
0: too well when you get the bar bill at the end of the night.
5: Bloody alcoholic! Oh, you... <laughs> but that, but that keeps them coming back. And, yeah, um, I know. I'm missing know, and it they...
0: now. I'm talking about it. I'd yeah, love definitely. to be going there tonight. Yeah, I'm it would be great. A bottle of red and just sitting back and listening to. Oh, anyway, that'll happen again soon. So, yes. you know, obviously with the last few years because it's been open now for. Four years.
5: I think even longer than that. Now I think like we're four, like four and a half. Maybe maybe five. Maybe five or six. Nearly five. Um, nearly five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, we, it's been it's been very very organic. There was never. I have no background in running bars. Um, you do I, do great my great. Back, my background's been music stuff, so it's always been kind of an organic moved so we went from just a private members like um one-off uh kind of pop-up thing yeah so i think we were doing that about six years ago and yeah. then it's just slowly developed into six days a week when yeah we
0: were that's the brilliant george hudson owner proprietor and vocalist at the piano bar soho and a good pal of mine that's the show for this week Now, all the tracks you heard will be added to their Sisters in the Shadows influences and guest playlist on Spotify and links to their website too are in the show notes. Please check them out because they are smoking. Sisters in the Shadows was presented by me, Colady Threenies and is a pod people production thanks to the gorgeous mikey hansen the gorgeous jake trappett for their amazing production support and of course most of all for you guys uh, for listening to my fog on and as always please please support the nord of robbins charity in any way you can i'll be back in your feed next friday talking to another amazing soul from the world of jazz and blues people